Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. And we begin with the Sunday night game. The Los Angeles Rams, a three-point favorite, give or take, in Cleveland. Road favorite, and the Rams cover the point spread. It was not... An oil painting, but the Rams are three and zero, and the Super Bowl hangover, which I admit I am someone that believes in the Super Bowl hangover, but so far it has not mattered for the Rams. They have not had aesthetically pleasing performances, but they have been victorious three weeks in a row. Another workmanlike performance there for the Los Angeles Rams. They get a, a touchdown win. Cleveland now one and two. The Browns had a shot to tie the game, but Baker Mayfield unable to matriculate the ball into the end zone and push Cleveland into the tie. They would have needed to make the extra point. Al Michaels and Collinsworth, they were on the TV broadcast. They were like, well, they go for two. Well, they got to get the six before they can go for the two, and they couldn't get the six there. And there was also a controversial call from Freddie Kitchens. Uh, if you look at this, down 17-13 in the fourth quarter, the Browns had a fourth and nine from the Ram 40-yard line. And in that situation, they said, what are we going to throw or are we going to run? Freddie Kitchens decided to go with Chubba-Lub-Lub, Nick Chubb, and he was stuffed. Like he was like a pinata. He was stuffed there. And I think he lost a couple yards on the play, and it was a uh, un- unmitigated disaster for the Browns, who, again, had opportunities there at the end to tie the game. Even with that fourth down call that was botched, the Browns had still a chance to get in the end zone, but the Rams' defense came up big. So, the question, were you impressed? Was this an impressive win for the Rams over the Cleveland Browns? The answer is no. It was not an impressive. I mean, we be realistic here. It was not. 
The Browns didn't play well. The Rams didn't play well. But the Rams played less sucky than the Browns, and they won the game. Okay? And that's really all you have to do. If, as long as the other team's bad, as long as you're less bad than the other team, you're going to win. It works the same way in any business, right? If you're in the sales business and the other person you're competing against isn't very good at their job, you don't have to be that much better than them, and you are going to be more successful. You'll have more sales, and you'll, you'll do a better job. Now, we've got the lunch pail, craptastic, and the hostess, and we will combine these things together. We'll make a nice apple pie. Now, A, the, the Rams have been the polar opposite of the team that they had been the first couple of years here. And what I mean by that is that the Rams under Sean McVay at the beginning were this high-powered offensive juggernaut. They had a ridiculous ability to just put teams in the organ grinder, uh, weaker opponents, and they were were screaming uncle is what they were doing against the Rams because the Rams would manhandle them and slice and dice their innards. It isn't happening, and it hasn't happened. It didn't happen in the second half of last year, even though they got to the Super Bowl, and it hasn't happened here at the beginning of this year. The Rams are 3-0, and but they are winning ugly. There's no style points here. Jared Goff has regressed. Uh, he is turnover-prone and shaky. Uh, that's how you would describe uh, Jared Goff here. He had 269 yards, but he was just average. He, he is what we thought Jared Goff would be. He's a game manager. The Rams, because of peer pressure, felt they had to give him a record-setting contract. And while they'll be okay and they'll get by with it for a couple of years, at some point they're going to need Jared Goff to ascend and become a better player, and he won't be able to do it, and they'll be screwed. But for now, they'll be all right. For the next couple of years, they'll be okay. But eventually, they're going to need him to raise his game up and I, I don't see it. Uh, I have not seen any indication that that is the case. Had a couple touchdowns in this game. We saw it, a couple of interceptions, a quarterback rating of under 80. He was hesitant. He was uncertain at times, looked nervous, looked unsure of himself, uh, which is things you generally don't like from your quarterback, uh, especially a guy has been at a damn Super Bowl. But that's, uh, as Jared Goff, very unbecoming. And Sean McVay, he has his work cut out for him. Jared Goff needs to be recalibrated and get his mojo back. Because the Cleveland Browns, listen, they have a decent defense. We'll give them that. But the Rams should have been more efficient offensively in this game. There were opportunities there that were not converted by the Rams' offense. But winning ugly has now become a staple of this 2019 Rams team. It's only three games. That's a small sample size, but that's all we have to go on. Week one against Carolina, the Rams' offense, again, shaky. The Rams... Get no credit for beating the Saints, the the game at the Coliseum in L.A. because Teddy Bridgewater looked like he had never played quarterback before in that particular game. Uh, so you don't get credit for that. And, and Bridgewater was deer in the headlights in that game. Now the Rams' defense, though, they had if they had only had this defense last year, <laughs> if only they could have put this defense with last year's offense side by side. Marone, uh, Cleveland had 270 yards of offense. That's it. Aaron Donald and Clay Matthews had several big plays. They got a couple of late sacks in the game. And you know, not the pyrotechnic show for the Rams, but a blue-collar lunch pail brigade defensively. Uh, I say lunch pail brigade. These guys are all making a lot of money. They're former stars of the NFL, most of those guys. But they have played well. Now, on the other side, the better story is in the losing locker room, the Cleveland Browns. This is a wasted opportunity for them. They, the Rams were, were trying to give the game away, and the Browns said, you know what, we don't want the game. We're Look good. The hill. Yeah, we don't need the game. We're all right. You can have the game. Congratulations. It's like this weird, bizarre tug-of-war game between the Browns and Rams where the Rams are like, well, no, we, we want to help you guys out. And the Browns are like, no, no, we want to help you out, and we don't need your charity and all that. They could not get the engine started. They could not. Baker Mayfield, his performance can be summed up in one word, craptastic. That was Baker Mayfield. Wow, did he stink. Wow, I like the guy. I like his arrogance, but I don't need to see the happy feet. It seemed like he was expecting someone to be on him defensively from the Rams' defense on every play. The Rams, if you look at the numbers, 
they didn't actually get to Baker Mayfield all that much considering how it appeared with the offensive line of the Browns and all that. But defensively, the Rams got a couple of sacks from Clay Matthews. They got a sack from Aaron Donald. But the quarterback hits, that was it. There were three quarterback hits against Baker Mayfield, but it seemed every time he dropped back, he was expecting to get hit. And there were so many negative plays, 23 negative plays. For Baker Mayfield, that's the incompletions, interceptions, fumbles, sacks, 23 of them in this game. The Browns, offensively, they ran 63 plays, and 23 of them were going the wrong direction. That ain't particularly good there uh, all the way around. And, and so you look at the the back-breaking part of Cleveland here. They, they have these dynamic wide receivers, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, who have put up big numbers, Beckham specifically, And yet, if you look at the Browns offensively here and what they were able to do, throwing the football, they averaged 4.5 yards per pass attempt. Baker Mayfield, overall, if you take away uh, some of the some of the plays there, I think his final number was yards per attempt was like 5.4. It was bad. Uh, Here's uh, Freddie Kitchens. I referenced this soundbite earlier. Freddie Kitchens talking about the play earlier in the fourth quarter. It was fourth and nine, and they ran. Right up the gut. That didn't go so well. Here's uh, the question, the answer for Country Breakfast. Can you just explain the process of why you didn't run at least once? Uh, I should have run it once. Should have ran it three times. So why didn't you? I just didn't. If you're saying that after a game that you realize you should have called run plays there. I was being facetious. I should have run it one time. I should have. That's what I'm kicking myself in the ass for right now. There you go. I like facetious. I'm the facetious fox. Yeah. All right, uh, here's more from Freddie Kitchens. And Freddie is going into his bag of coaching cliches here. When your team is not playing well, you know, when, when the team plays well, you praise the players. When the team isn't playing well, who do you blame? Let's find out. If you're looking to blame somebody, blame me. Don't blame any of our players. Don't blame any of our other coaches. Just blame me because I can take it. All right. Yeah. So I'm a man. You know, just blame me. Go write your article and say I messed the game up. All Go right. write your article and say it's my fault. The thing's not looking like it did last year because it is. All right, let's fire Kitchens then. All right, we'll fire his ass. You're fired. I need a fall guy. I need someone to get rid of, and the Browns are about as far away from astonishing as you can get at this particular point. <laughs> they have been super-duper as in super-duper terrible. It's not that complicated here. It is not. Uh, here's more from the Cleveland Browns, the better story in the losing locker room. Baker Mayfield pointing out the obvious when it comes to the Browns side of things. we got to be more consistent with everybody doing their, their job. It, it seems right now we, we have one guy out of place or I'm not doing my job or it's just, it's one thing every play. Um, so we got to eliminate that first and foremost. I'm going to push back on that. I think it's more than one thing on every play. I think it's a, uh, it's like two or three crappy things that happen on every play. Browns had eight more penalties for 60 yards. They could have had even more than that. Some of those were wiped off the board. So the anxiety and the despair continue there for the Browns. An insomnia-inducing performance for the Browns offensively against the Rams. So the last thing here. Now, despite all that and it not being very complicated, the Browns are a subpar football team. You know, the one against the Jets is, you know, wasn't that difficult. All right. The, the, the Jets are, are a mess. So that was a game. You don't get any credit for that. Uh, and this Browns team against the Titans was disgraceful. This was a rather pathetic performance. Even though they had a chance to tie the game against the Rams, there was a lot of misery there for the Browns. D- despite it all, I'm going to shock you. I think the glass is half full for the Browns. They're still going to win nine, eight, nine games. I'm going to tell you how they're going to do that, okay? Seems ridiculous, and it'll be beat on the Browns Day on Sports Talk Radio on the national level because people will take shots and, ah, the Browns are no good. Cleveland still has seven games against teams that are currently winless after the first three weeks of the season. Seven of them. The Steelers, who are terrible, they lost a game where the 49ers turned the ball over four times early in the game. They got two games with the Steelers, two with the Bengals, who haven't won a game. The Cardinals, who have you seen that peewee quarterback? My God, where we write about him, he is sucks. Oh my goodness. 
What a bunch of dum-dums in Arizona. You got the Broncos, who they have not been in the winner's circle, and also the Dolphins. So all those games are still to come for the Cleveland Browns. Now, you say it's very difficult to win all those games, but that's the hostess schedule. You've got seven games, seven of them, against teams that are all in a really bad spot right now, all worse, worse than you. That's the Twinkies, Cupcakes, uh, host, uh, Hostess, uh, Susie Q's, all that, Apple Pie. That's the schedule. So if the Browns go, let's say they go 6-1. and one, They'll lose one of those games. Well, they'll go 6-1 and one in that stretch. All right, fine. So they go 6-1. and one. That gets them to seven wins. All right, they could go 7-0. Oh, that got them to eight wins. But if they go 6-1 and one in those games against teams currently that are winless in the NFL, the goal is to play. So you got to get right around 10 wins, 9 or 10 I don't think the Ravens are all that great. They showed they showed their colors against the Chiefs there. Wow, Lamar Jackson looked pretty bad, didn't he? Uh, which means, so if I'm right about this, the Browns with those seven games, they have a few more. They've got to get a couple more wins. They play the Ravens twice. You can certainly win one of those. The Niners, I don't think, are all that great, even though they're 3-0. The Seahawks lost to a backup quarterback at home in Teddy Bridgewater, so you think you've got a shot to beat the Seahawks. The Patriots, that'll be a loss. And then you play the Bills, and Josh Allen's capable of throwing six interceptions. You can win that game. So, so I'm saying the Browns, even though it's bad right now, it's not horrific. Like they're playing like garbage, and they're underperforming. But there is still a path, a clear path through the forest into the. You can get some fresh water. Poop fest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, We're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So we had a key AFC Week 3 matchup. Some calling it a preview of a playoff game down the line. Who is going to win? Kansas City versus Baltimore. And who would be the one to mess up? We also had a number one pick who slipped up yet again. So I'd like to combine these games, even though they have nothing plausibly in common. But for the purposes of our monologue, we will combine Lamar Jackson and the Ravens visiting Arrowhead and the Big Bad Chiefs and Kyler Alligator Arms Murray favored at home against an undrafted quarterback who was playing at the last minute for an 0-2 Carolina Panther team. And uh, we'll break both these games down, and we'll combine them together, and we'll ask the question as we discuss this, which quarterback was a more depressing quarterback, Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray? Which one was more um, troubling, their performance on this particular day? Now, you might say I want to go with Kyler Murray, but I'm not. I'm actually going to go with Lamar Jackson. I believe what Lamar Jackson did was worse. Now, Kyler Murray was bad, but Lamar Jackson gets he should get more of the abuse. He should be lampooned more. So the answer is Lamar. You've got wobbly, emasculating, and mirage. And we will combine all of these things. Now, number one, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, reading some of the things that have been written about him on the internet, just, I mean, the most amazing things, the kind of things you want someone to write about you. Lamar Jackson has been the breakout star the first couple weeks, taking advantage of the doormats of the NFL, and as you should, beat up the Dolphins, who are like a minor league team. The Cardinals are a joke of a team with a sideshow quarterback. And so it's kind of like kindergarten art. When you play against the Dolphins and the Cardinals, you don't have to color between the lines to have success. When you in kindergarten, just put anything on the paper. It's like, hey, that's an A+. It's a good job by you, right? Uh, and, and so you don't get all excited about that. And Jackson, listen, I admit, his numbers were great. The, the, the precision passing for Lamar Jackson was eye-opening. But time to put a break on the Marching and Chowder Society, the bandwagon of Lamar Jackson. Some of the hyperbole in the lead-up to this game at Arrowhead, they were comparing the rivalry between Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes to Bird Magic, Ali, Frazier, some of the most ridiculous. You're talking about like over the top. And I know I'm in the hype business, but come on. I mean, that's that, that, even that is ridiculous. And so here was Lamar, who played football like he was wobbly uh, at, at times in this game against a substandard Chiefs defense. And I recall having a conversation with my friend Sports with Coleman, Baltimore radio guy, friend of the show, Sports with Coleman. And we both agreed that this was going to be the first real test for Lamar Jackson, although the Chiefs defense, not very good. That's a substandard Kansas City defense, and yet Lamar Jackson at times in this game was, the word is, befuddled by Kansas City. And you're like, well, how could that possibly be? What I mean, this doesn't make any sense here. But certainly he was in the first half of this game stupefied by Kansas City's defensive effort. Lamar in the first half was 8 of 19 for 75 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions, had a quarterback rating of 53. And for the first 30 minutes of the game, he averaged 3.9 yards per attempt. And Baltimore dug themselves a gigantic hole. They were down 23-6 to at Arrowhead at halftime because of the offensive shortcomings of Lamar Jackson mainly and also down by 17 points entering the fourth quarter. So they, they often tell you that you would like to play from behind. That's typically a good formula to win on the road unless it's not. 
So this game was was mostly a debacle. The final score, and in Baltimore, this is one of the games I got wrong. Baltimore did cover the spread with a touchdown with a little over two minutes to go in the game. So Kansas City had been covering the whole game, and then Baltimore get that late touchdown for that trash uh, cover, and then the Chiefs were able to run out the clock after that, and they win the game. But Lamar Jackson finished completing Barely 50% of his passes. He averaged 6.2 yards per attempt per the, for the game. Now, he didn't throw any interceptions, but those are the kind of numbers that Lamar Jackson had last year when we just killed him. Those are the kind of numbers Lamar had. He completes 50% of his passes for less than 7 yards per attempt, and it's, it's not a way to win against the, the better teams. You can certainly have success against the Dolphins and Cardinals, and hopefully John Harbaugh, I, I bet he wishes he were like college John Harbaugh, or Jim Harbaugh, rather, because Jim, or John Harbaugh. John, I got my Harbaugh's mixed up. It was a big Harbaugh weekend. You had, you had Jim Harbaugh in Michigan not even showing up. Anyway, all right, so in this, in this one, John Harbaugh, all right, if it was like college football, you could just schedule more games against the Dolphins and the Cardinals like next year, but you can't really do that here. You're screwed. And the pros, you can't, you can't, it doesn't work that way. But for Kansas City, they get a confidence-boosting performance. Uh, not that they really needed that. They're a very confident football team, but they were able to nullify and neutralize Lamar Jackson. But that is a big deal for the Chiefs' defense, which I still think is rat poison, but the, the Dolphins uh, you know, and, and Kansas City and these other teams the Ravens have played, certainly the Ravens' offense looked... Like the real deal, as we said, obviously not the uh, real deal. Here's Lamar Jackson pointing out that there was a job to be done here, and the job was not done. It's our job to execute. Um, fourth and short, third and short, we get it. You know, we, we're trying to score points. You know, Chiefs has a great offense, explosive offense. Our job is to finish. You know, keep our defense on the sideline as much as we can. And we didn't do that today. You know, we started doing it towards the end, but it was too late. Yes. Well, it was not too late to cover the spread, though, so you screwed me over, but you did not actually win the win the game. The object is to win. You play to win the game. The Ravens went for it on fourth down three times. Actually, four times. They converted three of them in this game, and some of the analytical nerds on the websites are all excited now that the Ravens are an analytical dream because they're going for it on fourth down. The first one, well, I believe was because of a penalty. If you saw the beginning part of that game, I, I'm skeptical whether this is now going to be the new normal for the Ravens. Someone eventually will copy. There's a high school coach, I think he still does this, that never punts and just goes for it on fourth down every time, no matter where the ball is. Because Who? I don't remember the guy's name. I read a story about him a couple years ago, a high school football coach that just decided he didn't want to punt, didn't want to kick field goals, just wanted to go for it every single time, try to get touchdown. Now, the second thing, you know, we we will give the Ravens Lamar Jackson the edge over Kyler Murray, but that does not mean that Kyler Murray does not get to also wear a dunce cap for his performance. That was an alarming effort against a, a, a team in Carolina that had been hideous their first couple games of the year. This guy was the number one pick, Kyler Murray, in the entire draft. We knew he was a mistake. He has lived up to those expectations that we've had for him. He's been overmatched three games, and he has been outplayed every week by the opposing quarterback. This time, it was an undrafted backup named Kyle Allen who put together a masterpiece sliding in for Cam Newton. Just like Chris Collinsworth slides in on Al Michaels there at the beginning in the uh, monologue there on NBC, the Open. But Kyle Allen was really good. I mean, Kyle Allen, he completed over 70% of his passes, averaged over 10 yards per attempt, had four touchdowns, no interceptions. I expected him to hold his own. I did pick Carolina in the game, but that was a Peyton Manning-like performance by Kyle Allen. Uh, and then on the other hand, you got Kyler Murray, who was, again, Charlie Checkdown. I guess you should expect short passes from Kyler Murray because he's a short guy, and that's what you got. Uh, 30 of 43 passing for 173 yards. That works out to four yards per attempt. Remember, football people will tell you the minimum acceptable yards per pass attempt in the NFL for a quarterback is seven. Seven yards per attempt. Kyler Murray was at four, four yards in a cloud of dust per pass attempt 
for the number one overall pick. What an embarrassment for the Cardinal franchise, who are a joke anyway. That's three yards below. That's an emasculating statistic. Four yards per pass attempt. He also struggled to get rid of the ball. He was sacked eight times. There's a bad internal clock. Uh, similar to Baker Mayfield. Now, Mayfield wasn't even pressured all that much, but the same concept applies here in that Kyler Murray was feeling pressure even when there was no pressure. He also threw a couple of interceptions in the game, and he he got worse as the game progressed. He threw a lot of short, completed a lot of short passes early on in the game, you know, and, the, and the low IQ football fan gets excited about that. But remember, Sam Bradford, I believe it was, with the Vikings a couple years ago set a record for completion percentage and accuracy because if you check down, if you're Charlie Checkdown, you're going to complete a ton of passes, but it's not going to help you win games. You've got to mix in passes down the field. I think most people know that, but clearly the, the Cardinals. Remember when they they announced Cliff Kingsbury when he was done giving out juice boxes one practice? He said, "We're going to unleash our offense. We are not. We don't want. A very, we want very vanilla." That's the, the statement of the Cardinals coach. We want a vanilla offense during the exhibition season. Teams aren't going to know what's coming at them when the regular season begins. We are going to unleash the playbook. How's that going so far? How is that? Is that going well, or is that not going as planned there for the Arizona Cardinals? I mean, my goodness here. Steve Keim, the GM, this quote will haunt him, calling Kyler Murray a generational talent. Maybe in Pop Warner he's a generational talent, and in college, but not in the NFL. That was an impulsive pick. They got excited because of the Heisman and all the hype and all that, and there is no sign of optimism. This guy is getting worse Three weeks in, he's getting worse. Kyler Murray, this is an uphill battle for the Cardinal franchise. They are screwed. So will they be able to draft Tua Tungavailoa? Will that tie come back to haunt them And in the race with the Miami Dolphins to have an 0-16s off the table? So that that tie could be the backbreaker, but the tiebreaker between the number one and number two pick in the draft. All right, so let's go go back to the Ravens for a second, okay? So if you look at the AFC North, the division they're in, they lose to Kansas City. It's a jumbled mess. Cincinnati, they have yet to win. A couple of competitive road games against Buffalo. They lost the lead late and against Seattle. They got blown off the field by the 49ers. The Steelers are 0-3. That backup quarterback didn't look very good. They got some issues there. They lost the game. The other team had four turnovers in early in the game. The Browns are one and two. They got issues. And the Ravens are two and one, but that's not a legit two and one because they played the Dolphins and they played the Cardinals to get those wins. And the first team they played is halfway decent. They lost the game and they did get a backdoor cover. The entire division is rancid. It's rotting. The entire AFC North is a rotting division. It's going to be a tooth and nail type battle. Now, the jury is still out on Lamar Jackson. We'll see how he progresses going forward. It's anyone's guess if if he's going to turn the corner. He clearly hasn't turned the corner yet. Those early games were what's known as an anomaly. And after watching the Sunday afternoon at Arrowhead against a very poor Kansas City defense, uh, you assumed, I assumed, he would play a good game here and put up solid numbers and all that. But certainly looks like a mirage, what he did in Miami and what he was able to do against Arizona, Lamar Jackson. And the the Ravens defensively are not as good as they have been in the past. This is a defensive team that is not a shut-down, locked-down defensive unit. And you look around there, and Cleveland's got all kinds of issues there, but they're still, they got a bunch of easy games. They got those games, they got a game against the Dolphins later on, they got the game against the Cardinals, so they get those two cupcake games later in the season. And the, the Browns have some big studs on defense. Their problem is on on offense right now. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Kubalu. Mike Vrabel was asked about how close he was to putting in Ryan Tannehill for the struggling Marcus Mariota on Thursday, to which he replied, not very. Yeah. Ben, do you think we'll see Ryan Tannehill starting for the Titans this season? Well, a couple of things. A, I, yes, I believe Ryan Tannehill will start at least one or two games for the Tennessee Titans, which does not mean much. Ryan Tannehill showed the world in Miami how limited he is when playing quarterback for the Dolphins. He takes a couple of steps forward and four steps back. Uh, he's not exactly the Messiah. This is not the savior for the Tennessee Titans. But, listen, you know, look at Marcus Mariota. He's a hot mess. And he's he's got happy feet doing the happy dance in the pocket. And you gotta think at some point here, if the status quo continues and Mariota does not get any better, he's been atrocious. He was really bad against Jacksonville. He's gotta get rid of the ball quicker. He was tentative, hesitant, uncertain, all that stuff, gun shy. And Mariota, check this out. I did some math on this. He has a 17 to 4 sack to touchdown ratio. He's been sacked 17 times so far this season. He's got four touchdown passes. That means that Mariota is on pace for 89.6 sacks and 20.8 touchdown passes if he plays the entire season for the Tennessee Titans, which will not happen. And this was a put-up-or-shut-up season, and three weeks in, uh, he has not put up. He has shut up. Next! 
The Michigan Wolverines lost 31-14 to to Wisconsin on Saturday. Very competitive game for Harbaugh's team. Yeah. Very competitive. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was worse than that, actually, yeah. than the final score. After the game, Michigan legend Charles Woodson said that he was embarrassed by the team. Ben, when are they going to get rid of the mediocre Harbaugh? All right, so I have figured this out for the Michigan football fan. Okay, number one, Jim Harbaugh was right out of central casting when he got hired. He talks the talk. He dresses like a coach is supposed to dress. He's got the Michigan pedigree. He's a Michigan man. You know, Bo Schembechler taught him all he knows about football and all stuff. He's got all that pedigree and all that, and the results have been like processed dog food for Michigan. The Wolverines now played seven games on the road against ranked opponents like they did against Wisconsin. They are one in six in those seven games, and many of them have not even been competitive here. He's a seems like a beaten man, too. That's the thing about Michigan. Like It seems like Jim Harbaugh is just accepting this. There's no fight back. He used to be a fiery guy. It doesn't seem like he's like that. Maybe I'm missing something, but uh, not that I watch every second of Michigan football. The second thing, so I have the solution. Now, it's going to be very difficult for Michigan to whack Jim Harbaugh because he's from the program. He's part of that institution and all that. And he's a very popular person. He's a good guy. People like Jim Harbaugh. So my theory is that what's going to happen is they're going to try to find an exit strategy here. They will encourage him to look at the professional ranks. And Jim Harbaugh, he can say, hey, I got the itch. And I love Michigan, but I, I just couldn't pass up this opportunity in the NFL, and, and I need to go back to the NFL. If you're looking around to see who could be out in the NFL, there are the Carolina Panthers, the New York Giants, the Washington Redskins, and the Miami Dolphins are all teams that could be changing coaches after the season. And I know the owner of Miami had tried to get Jim Harbaugh before. Stephen Ross had tried to bring Harbaugh down there, and you figure the Dolphins with all these draft picks and Maybe the number one pick in next year's draft. That's an attractive situation. Jim Harbaugh could go in there. It's like an expansion team next year if Flores is a one-and-done guy. So keep an eye on that. I'd put the Dolphins as the most likely spot where Harbaugh goes, and then Michigan will go hire some hotshot college coach. Next! The Braves clinched the NL East for the second year in a row on Friday. After their game, uh, manager Brian Snicker said that last year the team Knocked on the door, but this year they're ready to kick it in. Knock, knock. Ben, are the Braves going to make some noise this year? Well, here's the thing about Atlanta. I mean, first of all, the Braves, to me, the National League, other than the Dodgers, is a complete crapshoot. Like, the Dodgers are the top team in the National League. I don't think the Braves are are any worse or any better than the Washington Nationals, for example. You look at some of these other teams here. So they have a solid resume. They have the third best record in baseball against teams with a winning record. The Yankees and Dodgers are the only teams that have been better. And they have a couple of young studs in their lineup led by Ronald Acuna Jr. Guys like that can get hot in the postseason and lead a team to a couple of wins. Wins they're not supposed to get, hitting home runs. The, the thing about the Braves, though, the weak spot, the vulnerable point in Atlanta is the Do- same thing the Dodgers have. Like, Atlanta's even worse, though. They're bullpen. They tried to remake the relief squad at the trade deadline. They made a couple of big moves to improve the bullpen, and yet the results have been puke. For the Braves, the same moles and the same warts have popped up here. The Braves have the 27th-ranked bullpen since the All-Star break. Uh, 27th in baseball. Only the Nationals, who are a playoff team, they've got their The Rockies, the Marlins have been worse. Atlanta's starting staff is right on the cusp of being a top-10 starting staff in baseball since the All-Star break. So it's... It's imperative that the Braves are going to make any kind of noise in the playoffs. The starters are going to have to go longer in the game because if you're depending on the bullpen, you're going to lose a lot of games in the eighth and ninth inning because of incompetence there. So can the Braves make a run? Yes. Do I expect them to make a run? Not so much. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed us today. That is a win you put on the board. Yes. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You stand out for most radio listeners. As you can tell, we are not like those other generic sports talkers. On the Ben Maller Show, for better or worse, we are unique. Help us stay that way by joining our Facebook family. You can interact with other P1 friends of the show. It's harmless and it's free. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. 
Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It's the instant advice line, unscreened radio. Now, I have saved our obligatory Antonio Brown monologue until next hour, but... We need to give advice to Antonio Brown. He is the person. I, I'm not going to mess around. and give you. We, there's other options. Teams could need advice. I mean, there's a bunch of teams that are terrible. But it's Antonio Brown who has now effed up with not only the Raiders but the Patriots. <laughs> not one. And, not two. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a disaster for, for AP. He had a great opportunity. He would have gotten out of trouble if he just kept his mouth shut and stopped sending text messages. Not possible. Couldn't do it. Couldn't control himself. He's an idiot. We had a feeling this could be the end for him, and it is the end. But what is your advice to Antonio Brown? He says he's done with the NFL. Uh, yeah, right. He'll be back. But Loser. What is your advice to AB here if you'd like to be part? 877-99 on Fox. You're live on the air when you hear us yapping away here. 877-996-6369. Hello, you on line one. Your advice to Antonio Brown, line one. Put an old helmet on your groin. Line two, you are next. Advice to Antonio Brown. <laughs> that was very serious <laughs> delivery. I like that. Line two, Hello. Or line three, right? If you thought the Antonio Brown situation is ugly, imagine Mike Leach naked. Wow. I'd rather not. Good looking man, I'm sure. He's married, isn't he? Uh, Line four, hey, you don't have to worry about that. He's married. Line four, she's got to worry about that. Hello, line four. Line five, you are next. It's the instant advice line. We are giving wisdom and knowledge and advice to Antonio Brown. What? Bella loves his pouch. Line six, you are next. We're giving advice to A.B. He is currently out of the NFL, likely will be out of the NFL for a while. Hello, line six. He needs to stay away from Tammy. She gave me herpes. All right, how dare you. Line two, that's a lie. Line two, you're next. Hello, line two. I'm Fudgy Cabal, and I love cobalt ice cream. Okay, thank you. 877-99 877-99 on Fox. We're giving advice to Antonio Brown. This is unscreened radio. The safety net is off. There's no middle person. It's just me and you taking phone calls. The best and the brightest. Hello, line three. Antonio Brown's situation nastier than the hemorrhoids on Serena Williams' face. Wow. A line. Everyone's vicious here. Line four. People are, are savage. <laughs> line four. Hello. Antonio who? Pencil neck. Hey, Pencil Neck Ray. I love that guy. Who, the legend. Pe- the great Pencil who? Neck Ray. One of the wonderful callers of the show. We love Never him. Heard we love him to call more often. Hello, line five. Don't play Fortnite and. All right. That's the <laughs> stop Fortnite guy from Minnesota. Line six. Hello, line six. I love his pouch. Yeah, all right. Stop calling Angry Bill. We, we get some new material. No one's laughing. No one's laughing. Line two, you are next. Hello, line two. Open up a porno website. Anything goes. Yeah, I know you'd be on that. You would be checking that out. Line five, you are next. Line five, we're giving advice to Antonio Brown. Line five is not there. Uh, we'll go over here. You are next. Let's go over to line four. Line four. Hello. If you're five foot four, maybe you should stick to baseball. Yeah, yeah. That's more advice for Kyler Murray than it is for Antonio Brown. Hello, line five. Hello. Maybe you should start taking advice from the parrot. Yeah. Well, where what happened to Roscoe the parrot, though? I don't know what happened. I mean, Roscoe disappeared. Who? Who? We, we got a couple listeners missing in action. We got David in Winter Park, Florida. We got Ivinson. What happened to these guys? Never heard hello. Of I don't know what happened. Line six. Hello. Laugh at him like he's marked the full name guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> line two. You're there. That was Sean the Hood guy. Hello, line two. We all love his pouch. All right. Stop with the damn pouch. Pouch, 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 you. So take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. Line three. Hello. All right. I don't know what the hell was that was. Uh, line, line four, you're next. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, line five. Change your name from AB to PP. 
Okay, and last one, Koopaloop. Hurry up, pick the final call. The Eastern Advice line for Antonio Brown. Line two. Line two, you're on the air. Line two, go. Tell Antonio to buy some lotion for his feet and see if they have an opening on Dancing with the Stars. There you go. Lotion for the feet. It's the Insta Advice line for AB. The think tank is open. Boy, do we give great advice. Man, oh, man. I'm, I'm I've got a murder. Got to go. Just effing great. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.